0: You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Yeah, it really didn't make any sense. If they if the Mets were still hanging on or still hanging around or still had something to play for, but they haven't had that for a very long time. So to bring long. Edwin Diaz back this year, give him the full rest. There's no need to, to, to make this some speed recovery. There's no records to come back for or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, that seems like the, the, the smartest plan of action. For Edwin Diaz.
1: Now, Gordon, as you know, Craig Council's name is has been associated as a possible replacement for Buck Walter, because he currently manages the team that David Stern used to work for. Today, New York Post columnist Phil Mushnick mentioned Council as a numbers crunching replacement for Aaron Boone in the Bronx. Well, what's going on? Why? Why is? Why is Craig Council become the number one sought after manager in the Big Apple?
0: Well, I mean, I think Craig Council has done a nice job, uh, and he's probably one of these guys. I, I'm not following Milwaukee that closely, but I'm sure he's one of these collaborative kind of managers, right? He's taking the information from the front office, and they, he's playing things out the way they want. I don't think it really makes sense. that they, I, I don't think the Yankees are going to have a managerial opening. So I, I don't think that David Stearns, or excuse me, Craig Council is going to be all of a sudden relocating to the Bronx when and if the Mets make up their mind on what they want to do, either this year or next after Buck's final year, I think that that, that makes some sense for Craig Council, not so much the Bronx.
1: Gordon, two games tonight on the ESPN Family of Networks, of course, uh, and we'll have two more next Monday night. Philly at Tampa Bay and the Rams visit Cincinnati. An announcement today that because of the situation with our brethren that sag after and the strikes that they have, uh, because there's some less shows we're going to get more football on Monday night. So, I'm sorry for the strikers. Gordon, we support them. That's our brethren, of course. But extra football is okay.
0: I don't think anybody's going to complain about extra football, <laughs> right? You already have a game on Monday night, and Monday it's not like they're moving it to Wednesday or something right. that's going to really play with the schedule. So, we got a double dose of football tonight.
1: That's good. And it will continue for 11 games, I hear, Gordon, are going to be added to the, will be on the Monday night schedule. So that's a good thing. And those are some of the stories we'll be talking about on ESPN New York tonight, this Monday night, September 18th. We go back to our top story, Gordon, and that is, oh, God. All right, so we sat down, and you can join us, 1-800-919-3776. Gordon, we laid out what we thought was going to be the way for the Jets to stay close yesterday, right? That was the defense to have to be, play their mind out of their minds elite that the run game would be there to help try to keep things manageable for Zach Wilson. And you know that if those things happen and, and this elite defense could force some turnovers by Dak Prescott, then you know what? They might have a shot. Now, nobody expected them to, I'm not going to say nobody. That's not true. There were very few that expected them to go into Dallas and beat the Cowboys. With the way that defense played against the Giants, you knew the limitations of your quarterback. You were just hoping that there would be something that would make it entertaining. Gordon, it wasn't entertaining. It, it wasn't entertaining, but at least it was a competitive first half. And then the second half, things just got away. And if you're a Jet fan, when you looked at that second half, it reminded you of most of the games of last season during that six game losing streak where the defense was on the field forever and the offense just kept going three and out three and out three and out or there were or there were turnovers gordon <laughs> dallas ran dallas ran 88 plays in yesterday's game the jets ran 46 that defense was on the field about 45 minutes of the game Gordon not making excuses for them because they had opportunities to get off the field. You had Sauce Garden who dropped a sure interception. They they just they just were out. You know they they just didn't play well. But I'm telling you, there's very few defenses that can remain decent after you've been on the field 45 minutes. And Gordon most of the 45 minutes, probably about 35 of the 45 minutes, was Dallas and the hurry up offense that we expected them to do.
0: Yeah, they uh, the, the the problem with that and trying to cut the defense any slack is is that they gave it up right away, right? Like the first drive of the game, you want to see the defense come out and set the tone. You're you're great at talking a good game, but can you actually come out and deliver a good game when it's needed? Because if the Jets defense is not going to be elite, they have no chance this year. That There's no other path to victory. There's no path to victory where the offense is all of a sudden going to be something different than what we expect from Zach Wilson. The defense has to be the first pillar of the New York Jets to be successful, and they weren't. They gave up a touchdown on that opening drive. They forced a punt on the second drive, gave up a field goal on the third drive where I think that the Cowboys were on the field for like 15 plays. The Cowboys did whatever they wanted to yesterday. Dak Prescott – You wanted the Jet defense to make the game about him. Mm -hmm. The game was about him. How he was passing to this guy and that guy and doing 31 of 38 for 255. Two touchdowns. No interceptions. He got sacked one time. What happened to the 85 Bears? He got sacked once. And I got to be honest, I don't even remember the play. (laughs) It didn't seem like he was pressured at all on the day. Tony Pollard kind of did... You know, Tony Pollard things. C.D. Lamb did kind of whatever he wanted to do. He had 11 catches on the day. So, uh, yeah, very frustrating performance from a Jet defense that you thought, going in, this is going to be a very tough challenge. Absolutely. This was We we talked about this last week where if you had to draw up the schedule of the teams remaining on the Jet schedule, this might be the worst one Mm -hmm. because they have a good offense and a really good defense. And what their defense does, you don't do well. So this was always probably going to be the most challenging game to be competitive in. Uh, And it didn't feel like Dallas was even pressing that much because they knew that that the, the, the Jets had no chance of scoring against that Cowboys defense.
1: And here's the thing that really baffles me. And that is for them to have a chance, we expected them to be able to run the football.
0: I don't get it. Larry, I don't get it.
1: When we had the Know Your Opponent segment that we do on Thursday nights, and this week we'll have one on Wednesday nights because the Giants are playing on Thursday, uh, Calvin, Watkins, Calvin Watkins talked to us from the Dallas Morning News, and, and Gordon, what did he say to us? That if there's a weakness on this defense, you asked him the question, he said if there's a weakness on this defense, it's stopping the run. Mike McCarthy would tell you that they have trouble stopping the run. So, Gordon, if they have trouble stopping the run, why was Zach Wilson the leading run I, I, I carrier with five? I, With I five. I don't get it. I don't get it. This You could have
0: told me that Mike LaFleur was back. <laughs> and I would have thought, oh, yeah, yeah, this is about the same. They ran the ball 16 times.
1: It's unbelievable.
0: What happened to, to Brees Hall? What happened to, to Dalvin Cook? Where are these guys? What are you What are you saving them for? And, again, it wasn't like you were getting blown out. No. And, and here's the other thing. Even if the Jets are getting blown out, they can't come back like other teams come back. They have to be running the ball. If you're down two scores, if you're down three, the running game still has to be a factor. That's the only. That is the primary way you're going to move the ball. And mm-hmm. it, it just seems like they, they 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 set up this idea. Well, we're going to run the. Oh no, we're going to run. The, and then they get into the game, and then they, it just goes right out of their head.
1: Yeah, it, it was baffling to me. I mean, and. Even even in the passing situations, Gordon, could you bring a tight end in to chip on? Because because Dwayne Brown needed help last oh night, Gordon. Oh my God! He needed this help is the guy we've
0: night. been we've been holding out. Oh, he's got to get. We got to get Dwayne Brown. We got to get Dwayne Brown
1: back. He needed help. Okay. Oof. Could could you put a tight end over there? Could you put another lineman over there? Could you do something of an adjustment offensively, Gordon, so that you could run the ball? Because see, here's the thing: if you can run the ball a little bit. At least it kind of sets up a play-action situation, and if you and if you throw it short, maybe you can do the same thing that Gary Wilson did. Take it, take it to the house. You know, a short passing play, take it to the house. So those that that pass, okay, and the way that Zach Wilson handled the two minutes before the half, those were the highlights of the game for him. And Gordon, I can't kill him because. There was no run game, so all Dallas did was pin their ears back and say, well, they're going right. to pass. I, I, I don't get it. They're, they're, that was as bad a coach
0: game for the Jets to me as you can have because right. you, you, you won against everything that we thought that you, you should be doing. Yep. You, you, you never established a run. You, nope. you put Wilson back there, and he had one throw. The whole day. He threw for 170 yards, 70 of which came on one throw. Mm-hmm. So for the eleven other completions that he made, he made, he completed he he basically had a hundred yards.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And newsflash: you're not winning with that. With no run game, nope. you're not winning. You're not winning. If you don't you're run not. the
0: ball, you're not winning games. So if you
1: don't run the ball, okay, that's a loss. Plus, you're killing your defense. You won't have a defense by 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 the by the by your bye week. <laughs>
0: They'll be done. And, and, and here's the thing even forget about like the physical toll that it takes Yes. the mental toll that watching three and out and three and out and a quarterback who can't complete a pass. I mean, they might have the worst quarterback situation in the, in the league. Yeah. Now, you know that going in, so you have to cover up for that. If you're going to, if you're going to win games, it's not going to be because of him. You have to get all the other things to work right. And again, this was always going to be the most difficult game to do that. Absolutely. But the signs that you saw were were it could not make you
1: feel good, watching the team give Brees Hall four carries. It's almost as if they thought, you know what, we're gonna lose this game anyway, so let's not show anything that anybody can cut get any video on. That makes more it's, sense. It's almost like that's how they thought, Gordon. There's yeah. no way you're telling me, okay, even let's say, all right, we're losing, we're gonna save, we're gonna save Brees Hall. You couldn't run Dalvin Cook. You couldn't run Michael Carter? Well, even if you're say even if you're telling me I'm saving, I'm, I'm saving. We got we got a home game. You know, ESPN's got their big tailgate, it, it, you know, in, in lot G17, you know, we want we want Brees Hall to be I get I get it. But you can't abandon the run totally. How is Zach Wilson the, the leading runner? What are
0: you saving Dalvin Cook for?
1: You, for nothing? next
0: year? For three years from now? You don't <laughs> want to burn him out?
1: I mean, what Let are we do doing? It. What okay, he fumbled the ball. Okay, he fumbled the ball. Give it back to him. What, a, what, what other options do you have? It was not a good day for the Jets. 1-800-919-3776. We'll take your calls next on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
1: So, I mean, that's the question, Gordon. And, and here's the other thing, too. And I get that Dak Wilson and what Mike McCarthy did was with the with the hurry up offense, the no huddle offense and they just and he released the ball really quickly. Gordon, I get that. I still think you have to blitz a little bit to keep him off balance. I still think you have to. Because he just he was able to do whatever he wanted to do, whatever he wanted. You know, and, and and you can't just let him you, you can't let him I mean, he, okay he beat you at your game he knew but Gordon didn't we talk about this we said because you have the depth that you have on the line teams are going to go hurry up to keep you from being able to rotate your guys so that you wear out late in the game I mean Gordon I mean we're not coaches this is this is elementary school so you should have been able to deal with that.
0: And I keep going back to 12 plays, opening drive. 12 plays, 75 yards, right down the field, touchdown. Boom. Didn't even hold them to a field
1: goal. No, right down, right down there. Right down the field. Right down. Okay, and so, Gordon, you say, okay, go to the sideline, make an adjustment. Okay, maybe you weren't expecting that. Maybe you expected them to do hurry up, but, Gordon, they did hurry up the whole drive. Okay, we didn't expect them to do hurry up the whole drive. Let's go back. Let's, let's make some adjustments. Let's do some things. I mean, Gordon, they sat back in zone, and, and, and so they let C.D. Lamb find the empty spots of the zone because here's the thing. If you're going to play zone, then my thought process is you're going to have to pressure the quarterback because he's going to sit there and pick you apart because he'll find the soft spots in the zone. They let C.D. Lamb go 10, 12 yards, Gordon.
0: Yep, he was all over the field. For the, you know, the 85 Bears were unable to shut down C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott.
1: It was bad. It was really bad. Jackson, Manhattan. If you want
0: want a silver lining. Yes. That is not the game. To me, that was always going to be the toughest game. Absolutely. Yes. And I think you have to get to to me, with this quarterback situation being what it is, you got until the bye week, after week six, Mm -hmm. to figure out what you got. You got to get to two and four. You got to win one more game before you get to the bye week. And this was never going to be that game, even if you had Aaron Rodgers.
1: No, it wasn't. This was gonna to be a tough one with you with that this was Rodgers. always
0: gonna be a tough one
1: Gordon did you hear <laughs> the Shannon Sharp line about Zach Wilson today on first take i
0: uh, i i did I did not hear it i I read it I did not hear his delivery of it.
1: <laughs> he had two of them though he had two one the one that everybody's talking about is you know the one that you're familiar with right yes. is the um you know he couldn't play dead in a horror movie, but there was another one. Where he said, everybody knows that when Zach Wilson looks down, it's like a blind dog in the meat factory. (laughs) I'm just like. He's not wrong. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) It was awful. It was awful. And Gordon, it's not all the kids' fault. Oh, no. Here's the thing. It's not all his fault. It's the fact that they have, and I talked about it last night, they did nothing to help shore up that offensive line. And even though they know what it is now, Gordon, they still have not put in another lineman or another tight end on the side to help them block. It, it, it's not good. It's not good.
0: You know, there's some games from uh, how they turn out. You go back and you say, well, you know, in terms of the coaching, what else did you want them to do? What else? This was not one of those games. There no. was a lot of things you would rather have them do. Yes. And it feels like that happens with the Jets a lot. And I will say this. It was nice and well and good that they all came out this week and said, oh, we love Zach, and Zach, 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 Zach. Mm -hmm. You've already seen the frustration of two of what you think are your foundational pieces. Mm -hmm. Brees Hall with the the, the little tweet that he put out. Sauce Gardner getting off of whatever it was, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it was, he deleted his account. Mm -hmm. This can't spiral out of control, Larry oh it could well let me put it this way no obviously it could for when when rogers went down uh-huh. it felt like well the pressure is off now to a certain degree right it's a lost season uh-huh. what can you do right but you can't win fewer games than you won last year. if this spirals yeah. out of the control the, the coach is
1: still right in the crosshairs oh no he's, he's he'll be done yeah yeah he'll be done and there's no question about it. No question. And what was interesting to me, and I don't know if we have that particular cut. we have a bunch of things, because Robert Salah says a lot of interesting things. But the one thing he said to Kane, the guys, was one of the things he mentioned in one of his responses was he was disappointed in some of the calls that were made. And we have to do better as a coaching staff. Because he knows. This is on him. Oh. And, and Gordon, if that's the case, then – you know what Robert Sala? You have to get on your headset during the game and you have to make some and you have to yell at some people. You have to get on your headset because Gordon just and I know he doesn't have the talent that he had in Frisco. I get it. But Gordon, he was a more aggressive coach defensively in Frisco than what we've seen here. In a lot of cases, he was mm-hmm. a much more aggressive coach. So if he has turned things over to Jeff Obrick and saying, "You know what? I'm not trying to, you know, watch stand stand behind you and make sure you do whatever fine but Gordon in these meetings he's going to have to make sure these coaches understand that they've got to do a better job you they they were out coached every single way from a from a from a kind of a play calling situation or just just reading the scenarios they were out coached It, it, it wasn't good it just wasn't good that was not what you were looking for. If you wanted to be – if you went into the
0: weekend optimistic of, hey, Zach, yeah, they're saying good things about him, but it's not even about Zach. The defense is going to show up. The running game is going to show up. Nothing showed up.
1: No. And, again, the caveat is clear. We got it. Didn't this, nobody expected you to win. No. This was not about you winning. Nobody and you expected didn't expect you to Zach
0: Wilson to play really well or anything no. like that.
1: Nobody. Not at all. That. Not at all. And this is not on him. Totally because no, no it's on it's the not. other parts
0: you you don't ask everybody to perform the same way he is the, the least part of the he's the least talented aspect of the team yeah. unfortunately he's the quarterback that's yeah. <laughs> unfortunate but it's the way it is it's supposed to be the other people the the, the the high tide raises all boats the yeah. the other parts of the team are supposed to raise him up
1: Yep, and they didn't do it last night no your calls are next on 987
0: ESPN you're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
1: It's ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Jack is in Manhattan. Jack, start us off on ESPN New York tonight.
0: Hey, guys. Thanks for the call. Uh, Gordon Larry, you couldn't have broken it down any better. Um you know, the defense didn't play top shelf. Every time I look up, CeeDee Lamb had another football on his stomach catching a pass. There was no run game. Uh, I, I want to take sort of the whole Zach thing out of the equation for a second because I think it's obvious. But that to me, that's all the what. That's what happened. Why do you guys think – why, not what, why do you guys think that the defense essentially collapsed yesterday, that they didn't run? That, you know, do they – Are they stubborn? Do they think they're so smart that the other team thinks they're just going to run, so we'll play tricks? And, like, why? Why didn't it work?
1: Well, here's a guess for you, Jack, and and thanks for the phone call. I just think, Gordon, that they really wanted to try to get a pass rush conventionally with the four. And once Prescott was releasing the ball so quickly, I think Obrecht got ultra-conservative. And they never went out of the zone except for maybe a couple of times. And he sent a safety on a blitz a couple, maybe once or twice. And then I guess he felt like, okay, if I'm not getting pressure, if I send the blitz and they don't get there, that's going to be a really big gain. And so I'll take my chances with them just like, I guess to paraphrase it, Gordon, it was like, do I want to get do I want to get a big play or do I want to get cut a thousand times from what's down exactly?
0: Yep. Yeah. They, they, they thought, you know, I'm sure they think their defense is so great that teams aren't going to be able to put together 12, 13, 14 play drives. And they would rather, they know they can't match you in explosiveness Mm-hmm. So if we give up a touchdown like the Steelers just scored a touchdown at a 71 yard if the if the cowboys do that the the Jets are generally i know they had the one for 70 yards yesterday to Garrett mm-hmm. Wilson, but they 're not going to be able to keep up in a, in a track meet, so they wanted to to to
1: let them pick them apart that way and mm-hmm. see if they could, and they did and they did and the other thing that we haven't talked about, Gordon, the jets were like one of 13 on third down. I mean, you're not winning anything and and Dallas was fifty percent on third down. I was surprised it was only fifty percent because it seemed like they made every third down. I thought it was like it was going to be like ninety five percent. It ended up at the end of the game being like fifty percent on third down, so yeah, was, nine of eighteen Jets were one of ten. yeah, so I'm like, you know you're not winning, going one of ten on third down, you're not winning, no,
0: and the no, one nothing they did yesterday was was good enough, and
1: then the first half the one was the fake punt <laughs> the first, on third down. That might have been the only one Mm-hmm. was the fake punt been. that they did deep in their, deep in their territory. That was like, yeah. 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 So it was like, I was like, wow, it's amazing. Uh, Jose's in Brooklyn. What's up, Jose?
2: Hey, good evening, Larry GD. Shout out to the company. And, you know, just wanted to call in, check in and talk and talk some football with you guys. So, <clears throat> To me I, I I totally agree with your with, with your earlier sentiments, you know, because the defense was on the field for a very long time and there were critical situations where, you know, certain plays that, you know, could have went, you know, in a different way and, you know, we have to ignore, you know, the obvious we have to ignore the obvious. Because God forbid, I don't want to trigger certain callers to call in and you know think I'm starting fires when Shannon Sharp is saying you know the guy couldn't play dead in a horror movie. But you know we're just going to ignore that fact because you know at the end of the day it is beating the dead horse. We kind of know, and it's all everyone can see with their own eyes. But my my concern is is that the. What is the overall end game? because to make it to two and four, Gordon, I, I I totally get what you're saying, but it's just this idea that every scenario has to be perfect in order for one person to be a game manager. And that is where it's very concerning with the structure because we know how the NFL is. Nothing's going to be perfect, and we don't even know if you know those teams on the back end might be actually con- contenders like we like, like last season because we thought that the soft part was going to be the back end, and the back end ended up being the ones that we lost. We lost all those games, so that's where you know my my concern comes, guys. I hope you have a great day. You too, Jose. Thanks for checking in. Listen, th- they can't worry
1: about that right now, Gordon. Their biggest—I hear what you're saying, Jose—and yeah, but they got to find a way to win this game Sunday against the team that has owned them. They've got to find a way. They can. And Gordon, I'm gonna tell you this: you may have to make a more impassioned plea for them to support Zach Wilson <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> You may have to make a more impassioned plea because I can see right now if they get out to a slow start and listen, um, and I said this last night and I think people misunderstood what I'm saying. I'm not saying that Mac Jones is not better than Zach Wilson. What I am saying and what I said last night was that I thought Mac Jones with better coaching around him, Gordon, aside from last season, I thought that he would have been more consistent and had gotten better had you know, improved and been more consistent than I've seen him. Now he was pretty good against you in the fourth quarter, but for most of that game, Gordon, he was just pedestrian. And remember, what was it? Bailey Zappi was yeah, almost the, guy the starter this year. Yeah. yeah you yep. know, so right. it's clear that he hasn't been, you know, hasn't been that guy yet, but Gordon, the bottom line here is this. Zach Wilson really has got up until week six. They, if they cannot, find a way to find – to if they cannot find a way to win games offensively by doing something with the offensive line where they can run or doing something with the offensive line where he could roll out and, and do some other things and throw some screens and do something offensively, the Zach Wilson experiment is going to have to end because you can't lose this locker room like you lost it last year. You can't. You can't do it. It's yeah. too much talent in this locker room to use it, to lose it like that.
0: Yeah, and, and if you get to the
1: bye with only one win – Oh God! It's oh no.
0: it's all she wrote. Yeah. Um, and it's not like the the schedule is great. Uh, if we were ranking the games from this point forward, right we got to get to the bye week, you would probably say the Eagles or chiefs are one, two in whichever way you want, right?
1: Yeah, not getting it
0: right <laughs> right. you're not getting either of those. Um, and however you want to put one put one and one, two, okay, fine. So that leaves you at home against the Patriots or at the Broncos. You got to get one of those two. Yeah. Because if you go to the bye one and five, Zach Wilson ain't coming out of the bye.
1: No, he's not. No, no way. Can't come out of the bye. Can't come out of the bye. But so, so, I mean, if you're a Jet fan, what do you want? <laughs> do you want to go well, one and five? <laughs> I, I mean. Or do you want to go two and four? Or, or Gordon, suppose they fight. I mean, you know, Russell Wilson's not exactly lighting up. No. You know, Denver. I mean, suppose they go the out in, in, in Denver and find a way to win, and they end up being 3-2 and two going into the bye. Um, well, I, I
0: think that the bye is when it's a more likely scenario yeah. you find a trade to make to bring in a, a veteran guy. Uh, you got that you'll have the bye to week him. to kind of get him up to speed, right? right? Some teams will have some some realizations that they're not really as good as maybe they thought after week one or week two. There's no trades right. to make right now. Uh, the trade deadline is not until almost week eight. Uh, it's not until uh, after they play the Giants. So mm-hmm. there's some time for that. But I think that once you get to that that, that bye week, that's when you have to have a re There's nothing else you can do right now. It's all no. well and good to say, we're going with Zach. We're riding with Zach. We believe in Zach because mm-hmm. you got no other options. I and mean, there's, no, right. there's no trades to go out there and make. So mm-hmm. uh, it really comes down to can you win a game against either the Patriots at home, who you owe, or the Broncos in Denver? I, I would think that probably your best chance to win a game before Not the good. bye is this week.
1: Yeah. Yep. And Broncos in Denver is the close second.
0: Yeah, well, the other two were off the board, right? They're Chiefs the are
1: <laughs> Chiefs and Eagles. Off the so board. It's not going to – Not happen. Uh, do you believe in miracles? No, no I know I don't. I don't no. believe in miracles. And unfortunately, both could look a lot like yesterday. Both could those look, games could look could, a lot like I yesterday. Mean, you
0: never know. It could look worse. You never yeah.
1: know. I'm trying to be optimistic. They could right. look a lot like yesterday. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN.